Welcome everyone to How Winners Win. I am Daniel Blue. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Kita Spears, a.k.a. Haiki. What up, winners? Kita, are you a Swifty? A Swifty? I am probably the exact opposite. Um, I think she writes really good music, but she's like so annoying. And right now in the media, they're shoving her down our throats as football fans. And I'm just I'm not a fan of that. Right. So people that tune into football, right? Sunday, NFL, you probably have seen on your social media and football games that Taylor Swift is just everywhere, right? No, she's one place in particular at every Kansas City game with Travis Kelsey and, right. her, and his parents. I read a funny story. So people that were watching a game, they had a bet. They said, hey, every time Taylor Swift is on camera, they show her, you have to take a shot. And I guess she was on like 18 times. Yeah. Blackout. Yeah. Yeah. They like got sick, hospital, just. So that's going. so really funny that you said that because I saw something on Twitter about the Miami Dolphins and the Miami Dolphins, I think it was two weeks ago, ran up the score like 70 to 20, I think it was. It was the most points scored in a regular season game in I don't know how many years. And this family has a tradition every time the Dolphins score, they do a shot of tequila. Long story short, he probably blacked out in the freaking third quarter. Man, I don't know about you guys, but as I've gotten older, the ability for me to take a shot has just gone lower. It's diminished. But yeah. I mean, it literally feels like I'm drinking rubbing alcohol. Yeah. I probably peaked at uh, 18, 19. Yeah. To be honest with you, it's been downhill ever since. Yeah. So that's what happens when you start yeah. way too damn early as a Vegas kid. And yeah, it's a start for Yeah. Day. I don't think winners are just taking shots left and right and getting fucked up and hung over the next day and unproductive. No, I think, I think winners take shots for celebrations. Yes. Yes. And they keep it controlled. Yeah. Yeah, and with the homies. Yes. <laughs> and with the yes. homies. <laughs> yeah. So Keaton and I want to talk to you guys about Q three, right? Quarter three. I can't believe we are going into quarter four. So we want to talk to you guys about, hey, what has happened Q three? Let's kind of recap, but then also what are some strategic things that people can do to have a good Q four, to have a good run to close out the year. So what were some of your kind of takeaways from the last few months from from quarter three from what you've seen? Shoot, man. Uh before we get into quarter three, I'm just gonna do a recap real quick of my week and especially my outfit right now. Dude, I'm living my dream right now of being a cowboy. I always wanted to be a cowboy when I was younger and like I have pictures of me and full cowboy fit i used to wear cowboy boots everywhere i mean walking outside didn't matter the occasion shorts jeans rain snow like i was really a fucking cowboy in my head so now that i'm old enough got my own money can do whatever fuck i want to do now i'm rocking cowboy boots and wrangler jeans and yeah it's been fun so that's my recap that's what i've been getting into lately but q3 um, as far as that, the actual reason why we're talking, uh, Q3 was interesting cause there was a lot of summer hangover. You know, a lot of people were still out and about this is probably, you know, no way you slice it. COVID happened and it changed summers period. You know, we went a whole year and a half, maybe almost two years where summer wasn't the summer of your youth, you know, it wasn't something to look forward to. People weren't traveling really. There weren't even a lot of events going on. You know, us coming from the business space, 2019, me and you were freaking jet setting damn near every, every quarter to someplace new to go to a conference or a mastermind. And then for like two years we went dark. 
So this year was kind of like the first time people went back to having summer vacations where now you're calling businesses and trying to get in contact with business owners to make deals. And they're like, oh, no, I'm with my family on, on the beach. So that was a little bit different this year comparative to last year where people were openly looking for collaboration because everyone else pipeline was real, real small at the same time because of COVID. Now, apparently some people are, you know, taking, taking their foot off the gas a little bit. That's what I experienced, at least in in my Q3 with the business dealings. Um, But Q3 was super productive in the sense that we ironed out uh, a bunch of like loose ends and kind of got some things straightened out in our business. Um, personally was able to just kind of get my life together at home with my dogs and my lady and just kind of getting some things put in place there. And I'm really excited about Q4 just because I always feel like the holidays and Christmas are a real good time for business and for grinding one, because it gets colder. There's no, not a lot of distractions. You're not going to the, the beach or the lake or anything. Um, but two, it's another reason to actually grind for your family because you're actually going to be around them a little bit more. So I'm excited for the next three months, but the last three months were a little bit slower than I wanted them to be, to be honest. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I think it's just like, I really think people like we're outside. I feel like people were back to taking breaks, you know, for, I feel like literally for like two years, people were just like, it was grind culture. You got to grind all day, grind all night. Grant Cardone becomes this big, super master, you know, big figure. So, and then this, all these younger kids are hearing from Grant Cardone and Gary V and people were just like, I don't know, it felt like they were really hustling. And now honestly thinking out loud, talking about it out loud is probably because people were, don't have any more money to flex you know, and people were just kind of being a little bit more low key this year than previous years. Cause before it was, everyone was still hitting Miami up. Now that I think about it, you know what I mean? Like there was still a bunch of people partying, but this year seems like some of that debt kind of got caught up to people and kind of some people took it slower when it came to like business venture and not really looking to kind of put money out there right now. I'm granted, I'm, we're in financial services. So I only talk about money. Um, that's what I saw. Yeah. I read an interesting quote, uh, Jamie, is it diamond? Yeah. Jamie Different, diamond. Yeah. So, you know, the, the big wig over at JP Morgan, he said that the new generation will be working three and a half days a week and living until they're a hundred years old. But that was pretty interesting. Someone that comes from, he has to deliver to shareholders, right? Profit, 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 right? Productivity, productivity, work, 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 revenue, revenue, revenue for him to make, I feel like a statement that I think a lot of CEOs are probably like, you do your trip in three and a half days a week of work. The only thing I could think of is he's factoring in AI and artificial intelligence. That would make up a huge, huge gap on that three and a half man hour days when you've got systems and automate automations that can make up for the menial tasks, like sending emails, shuffling through paperwork and things like that. But one other thing that he also said is that he expects us to live to a hundred. Our current, we're currently living like 70 right now. So maybe it's, you know, the idea of in the previous years, we work, we grind you so hard, 40 hour plus weeks, five days a week that you die early, right? (laughs) There's a lot of people out there that have hard professions where they retire and then that's when they die two years later, a year later. So they're never really retired. They just worked for 40 years, right? So maybe there's that aspect where that was the the previous culture 
now maybe we're they're getting into this work from home four days a week three days in two days on hybrid type of situation and longevity is going up we're getting closer to 80 being the average you know life expectancy if medicine gets better and they stop stressing us a little bit less on work maybe we can get to 100 and they only work us three and a half hours and ai does the rest do i think it's going to work no do i think it's going to happen in my lifetime hell no but it's an interesting thought from someone who has a lot more insight with way more higher level people than either one of us ever brush shoulders with. Yeah. Yeah. I think going back to what I saw from, from Q3, I think number one is I do think there's a, a fundamental change happening with the banks. Uh, I literally just got this information the other day from a, a very close person within my, my circle they'd been with Wells Fargo for a long time and they just got their, their account shut down. Just like, Hey, see you later. Like your, your bank breaks up with you. Uh, internally, very people, you know, close people, very close to us, you know, Chase said, F you guys, you know, we're not doing business with you. Uh, I've talked to a few people in the lending space, credit limits just getting lowered. Right. So I do think the banks are seeing something that is basically going to get brought up to surface here really soon. I don't know if we talked about this this podcast, but farmers is no longer insuring, or they will here in the very uh, near future, they will no longer be issuing homeowners insurance in the state of California. Mm. Why is that? Dude, I have no idea. That's that's crazy, right? Like, like the, one of the biggest, most popular m- states. Yeah, I feel like if you're saying, I don't want to take, you, take money from you and you're in California, Texas, or Florida... Like what's really going on? Because yeah. there's a lot of money in those states. A lot of people. people. So when I look at things, Keith, I, I look at, you know, Q3 and kind of what happened internally, some of our struggles, and then just talking to people. So I do, I, I do think there's a, a buildup. You know, I 100% believe that. Now, what does that mean for the listener, for the winner going into Q4? you know, looking ahead at next year. Yeah, I really want to touch on that because I literally heard just today from this guy on CNBC, Mike Santoli, really, really smart guy. He's been on the, a trader and working with CNBC for like 30 years. He was in the pit back in the day in the 80s. He remembers Black Monday and everything. He was saying that like, basically where we're at, we're like a watermelon, the economy is. And you keep wrapping a rubber band around a watermelon and to keep creating that pr- that pressure, no matter how tightly you wrap it and try and keep it all together, there's going to be a spurt out somewhere. And that's going to cause the whole thing to freaking blow up in your face. And you got watermelon chunks all over. So picture that as our economy. They just keep wrapping band-aids and, and rubber bands all around this mug. And eventually something's going to cause it to pop. And it may not even happen here in U.S. soil. That's the That's what's crazy about the U.S. economy and the fact that we're so global, something can happen in Japan. The Bank of Japan could have something go wrong in their financial system, which causes a a wave over here in the U.S. Because we're already picture us on a cliff. Yeah, we're hanging. We're, we're hanging. All ten toes are hanging off the cliff. It's only a one strong gust, and we're over. And we don't know what's on the other side of that. Well, I don't. At least I'm too young to remember 30, 40 years ago in the '80s when shit like this really did hit the fan so without having to go back 40 years of data that's pretty scary because we're in a completely different time so you know you're right there there was some telling signs this last quarter about what may 
be to come. And as much as everyone was hoping for a housing crisis bubble and, oh, I can't wait till the bubble pops. I can't wait till the bubble pops. You don't realize like how many lives that bubble affects. You know, that's what I'm kind of thinking out loud is like the auto insurance, the auto uh, bubble is getting ready to pop. The prices for cars are ridiculous. You can't, you can barely get a car for under $30,000 nowadays when that used to be a majority of cars. Yeah. Average car payments, like. 800 bucks. 800, yes, over $700 is the average car payment. And interest rates are, you know, through the roof on those car on those car payments. Yeah, I was, I was in the sauna next to, you know, just some some sweaty old men with big bellies just trying Spit to Spit knowledge Yeah, though. I'm just trying to be descriptive for the winter so you guys can kind of put yourselves picture it, right? And they're just talking about he's just like, "Yeah, man, I'm about to buy this new car. It's like 800 bucks a month, 8% interest." And in my mind, I'm like, dude, F that 8% interest on a car, on a car loan, like literally a depreciating asset. That's never going to make you any money. Yeah. It's so. just crazy. And like, like those, those cracks, like, and then if the housing market does fall 20 or 30%, because let's be honest, the prices are pretty inflated right now, no matter which way we look at it, but with the interest rates being seven and a quarter, seven and a half percent, something has to happen. But a lot of people are going to be stuck holding the bag. You know, a lot of those TikTok investors in 2020 going back to COVID, a lot of them are going to be stuck because they never had to deal with something like this. So as much as we're we're hoping for something like that, for the savvy winners, investors out there with cash on the sidelines that have been smart with their money, just be remember that there is the downs, you know, the opposite side of that great deal that you find. <laughs> it's somebody losing their, their dream. Yeah. I mean, and, and we obviously don't push investments with you guys at all. I will say though, like real estate is a hard investment to, you know, talk shit on, especially when you're holding it long-term, right? Yeah. Like, okay, properties are pretty high right now. And I think that's why like my uh, wisdom to the winners, because I remember what happened in 2009, 2008, when, when the stock market, the housing market took a shit. I think going into Q4 Kita, I think people should just really trim the fat and, and really prepare for, for next year. And when I say trim the fat, uh, I'm, I'm not even talking about money, right? I'm, I'm talking about everything, right? So it's like, okay, you know, business has been a struggle for, for us winners, just keeping it real with you guys. However, I can go to bed at night knowing that, dude, my house I bought in 2018, you know, at a reasonable price. Uh, my cars are paid off, right? I, I don't live this Instagram crazy life and have this, you know, huge nut where every month I have to make all of this money. And I think those are the people that are going to get caught with their pants down when they have these 10, 15, $20,000 a month overheads because they've got a couple finance cars, their mortgage is $3,000 a month. And when the bubble pops, like those are the people that are going to be fucked, right? So I think it's really important to prepare and just, hey, when shit hits the fan and money's tight, can you still find happiness elsewhere? I think that's a topic not a lot of people talk about because it's really easy to find all the good things happening in your life when you're making good money. You're traveling, you're going out with your lady, like you're able to be distracted in different ways. But when you don't have as much money as you're used to, and basically that's where you know I am right now, I'm, I'm not making as much money as I'm used to making. However, my lifestyle hasn't changed too much. I can still focus on yo, am I still showing up for my family every single day? You know, am I still exercising? Am I still mentally in a good spot? Because winners where you don't want to be is next year in a shitty financial spot, in a shitty mental spot, a shitty personal spot with your, your, your relationships, your personal life. That's where, you know, 
I think if you look at his, historically during dep- um, recessions, like depression rates are huge. You know, therapists are just seeing so many people, like people are committing suicide. Like it's real life. Yeah, I think that's a great point for pre- preparation for Q4. You want to make sure your home is in order, in a sense. You want to hunker down, make sure your home in, is in order. And uh, to your point, like when you, you're not making as much money as you're used to, you start you have idle time a little bit, you know, cause you're not able to be distracted with the sushi and the Korean barbecues and the little twos and fews that you do when you just say, Oh, what's 50 bucks here. What's a hundred bucks here. You start paying attention a little bit more. You start realizing, damn, I got a lot of shit that I don't use a lot of shit that I bought when I was making a lot of money that I don't really use or need anymore. That's one thing that I always do is always to take audits of my closet, my things and my personal items, because this is the time where it's like, okay, this, when you talk about trimming fat, that's a great way to trim fat. Cause now you could turn it into actual money. Ever heard of a thing called eBay? One of my favorite websites got me through college, got me all my beer money through college was selling things on eBay. So if you want to be able to have a little extra Christmas money and things aren't, aren't as where they were last Christmas, look around. There's a lot of shit that you don't need. And that is still name brand or worth something to somebody. So that's an easy clean the house thing. And then I still like talking about the debt because you're right. This credit crunch, this, this bank's getting stricter. What if that prolongs? What if that's around for 18 months? Yeah. What are you going to do? Are you going to be stuck paying 29, 30% cause all the rates are up right now. Are you going to be stuck paying these crazy interest rates while the banks are also not offering new uh, credit to lenders? So it might be wise to, take advantage of any different types of offers that may come to you with the 0% interest or ways for you to balance transfer and get some of the high interest rate debt that you have to a better rate or to no rate at all for the next 12 months. That's a great time to do this is right now because come January, it may, things may be different again. We get through this last Q4, this fourth quarter, it's a brand new year, brand new day, 2024. Things could be very different than what they are right now. So in a bad way or a good way. You know what I mean? So like if you have something right now, would it, it would probably make sense to hunker down, make sure your home is in order, take care of some debts, get rid of things and liabilities that don't pay you, and then try to find a way to make a little extra money. DoorDash is always hiring. You know, eBay is always selling things. You know, so there are ways to make that extra money because let's face it, like it's just different between the inflation wages not going up or just business being slower than it was a couple years ago we all want to make a little bit more money and those are just some ways to do it yeah and then getting your expertise in a certain level in a certain space uh in a good spot think about how much money we spend on consultants right like oh shit we could really level up with our accounting with internally do we spend money with professionals with consultants to help us with our books oh man we could help use some help with marketing man let's, let's hire a consultant some video editing let's hire a consultant so going back to what you're saying is hey winner is is there a certain area you know in your professional life where you know you've got a good foundation maybe you are a photographer a videographer you know maybe you have some experience in sales right like companies and people will pay you for your expertise you know consulting has just been something that's always been there right and and that's something that you can rely on as well for extra income so i love that you bring that up because people are going to have to get creative right? That's, that's, what's going to happen. No, no one has a, a crystal ball, but you know, you're going to have to get creative 
but you, you summed it up like one, you have to have your house in order. And that, I, I think that's the biggest thing that, you know, we want to preach to you today winners is make sure your house is in order. Kita was actually giving me some game that I can share with you guys. I'm not here to talk shit on anyone, but basically I had to change directions with our accounting. Uh, both business-wise and, and me individually. And Kita came into the office right before we were recording. I got like all my credit card statements pulled up on one screen. By the way, winners, can you survive off of one computer screen? <laughs> I, I've got two computer screens. And anytime I go somewhere where I just have my laptop, like I'm freaking out. Like, <laughs> I need two screens. So one screen is the credit card statements. Another screen is, is Excel. And I'm just having to go back and do some auditing with some just expenses. And, and what was the program, Kita, that you talked about? So it's Mint by Intuit and QuickBooks. What, so, is, what does it do? So basically, you can link up your bank accounts, credit cards, home loans, auto loans, and it puts it all on a nice dashboard for you. It's free. All you got to do is watch ads like Netflix, and they'll track everything. So your transactions, let's say you go out to a business dinner and you put it on your Amex card, and you want to make sure that that transaction is accounted for for taxes, you can go into your transaction history, click one little button, says tax related. Fast forward to the end of the year, you go to your tax related folder that is built into Mint that you selected all these tax related things. Send that off to your CPA. Now they've got everything that they need to uh, to write off your, your stuff. So basically it is a bookkeeper all in one because it tracks all your accounts ins and outs and all you have to do is click a button and to categorize it. And who that's for winners is... Basically, if you're just a pure W-2 employee and that is the only income you have, then it's probably not going to be a big benefit, right? Unless but, you just want to track your expenses. Yeah. I mean, just to have the piece or, you know, the, to have the knowledge of where you're tracking, you know, where you're spending your money to from, from a budget perspective, right? But from like a pure tax perspective, because your CPA, they're not going to log into your bank accounts and be like, give me your deductions, right? Like you have to go to your CPA and, hey, here's what I spent money on fixing my car and, you know, the, my mileage and, and et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, for, for example, for, for me, we've got Quest Education. That's where all our re revenue comes in. Then I have another entity that brings in revenue that has, you know, some, some different moving parts. And dude, I'm just old school. I base everything off of Excel, right? In my Google Drive, I have all my Excel sheets, spreadsheets, and everything is just titled. And when Keith was explaining the way he was explaining to me, I was like, man, how did I not jump on this train? So... Get, get ahead of the curve, right? Like get your house in order, like something like that, a program like that, man, if I would have done that a year or two ago, I wouldn't be where I'm at right That's now. That's a great point. Tools, the tools are out there to help us. You know, like you got chat GPT, like that shit's still free. You know, you could sign up and just ask some questions to an AI. Like maybe you don't like using Google. Maybe you don't want to go through and comb through a bunch of articles. So like use the resources that are around you and like Google and YouTube and like, always constantly keep trying to to learn more stuff because now like mint to me is is older and now i'm look like is there is there another better tool you know so like i'll come back to you a week later and i'm like oh no bro i got the i got the new better tool it's this is the 2.0 version so like guys this is the time to do that because there are people that are grinding just as hard as you are winners and they have great ideas and they're bringing them to market as well so now it's time to use those kind of collaborate and again hunker down Pay, pay your shit off, make sure your house is in order and you'll be able to crush it in Q4 and go into a new year with a good mental clarity. Like you said, make sure you're still doing what you're supposed to do. Work out, you know, spend time with your family, eat right. And then you can come into the new year, regardless of whatever happens these next three months, ready to win.
Yeah, because no matter what's going on in the economy, who's president, like that shouldn't dictate your your success. No, right? not at all. <laughs> no, that's, that's not how winners operate. So winners, go, uh, if you have not already, give us some love in the uh, reviews. You know, the reviews really help us in spreading the, the show out to your friends and family helps us as well. And, uh, you know, each and every single week, Keita and I will talk to you guys just about some different things that we feel like can help you in your personal life, your financial life, your entrepreneurial life. And then we've got some really cool guests uh, in the works as well. So we are excited to keep sharing with you guys. It's been two years and man, time flies. About to be three baby. Yeah. So we can keep, keep going onward and upward and we keep winning. Yeah, buddy. All right, winners. Well, you guys have a great week and we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. <laughs>